This is Victory House. All right, let's uh, open to the Word of God this morning. I'll be concluding what I started last week, uh, the God kind of faith. You can call it part two. So let's take our reading from Matthew chapter 14. If today is your first time in Victory House, thank you for coming. If today is your first time in a long time, thank you for coming. Put your hands together, put your hands together. We are always excited to have you in church. You are the church. <laughs> the church is not a building. All right, Matthew chapter 14. I will start reading from verse 22. Um, I have the NIV this morning. I hope that's what they will display. All right, so let's go. The Bible said immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land. Buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them. Walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Verse 29, Come. He said, then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Verse 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died. <laughs> you know, sometimes what you are going through is because of what the devil knows is ahead of you. Sometimes we get carried away by some of the things that is being thrown at us. But you see, the devil knows that you have a testimony that is about to happen. And he does every kind of thing to stop you. Because this story started with, uh, this part of the story started with the fact that Jesus had gone to pray. And uh, the devil now started throwing wind and all of that kind of thing. Because what Jesus was doing in the place of prayer was getting results. And the devil was throwing wind. And so you would have thought this wind was natural but the bible said when jesus got into the boat with peter the wind ceased i'm declaring that in the name of jesus every wind that has been raging since the beginning of 2019 let them hear the word of the lord let them cease now in the name of jesus i say let them hear the word of the lord let them cease now in the name of jesus so in this story that we've just read we see two players in the story we see jesus we see peter 
well, maybe there are more than two, two players. Then we know that Jesus, uh, Peter was with, with, with some other guys in the boat. And we see that uh, Jesus had gone to pray and Jesus was not tempting God. Because if you read this story casually, you would have thought that Jesus came and Jesus just started walking on water. Jesus just wanted to show that, you know, he, he, he could do stuff. Because sometimes when people deal with God, that's how they look at God. They look at God and start to think that God just likes to just do frivolous things. And that's why we said last week that when you are talking about God and dealing with God by faith, faith is not foolish god is not just going to bypass the normal just for bypassing it say he does it so that he can prove a statement jesus was praying and because he was praying the uh, disciple had gone ahead of him and to catch up with them that's why he walked on water and so you will not see jesus ordinarily just saying let me walk on water because sometimes church people when they see things like this they they assume that faith means that i can just do any stupid thing no jesus did not just do any anything in fact i even believe because jesus had said, said uh, elsewhere that i don't do anything unless i see the father do it i believe the fact that in that place of prayer it was told to him that the disciples have gone ahead but don't worry you can catch up by walking on water i don't think that he just decided that okay you know what i'm going to show these boys today that i am jesus i will show them that i can walk on water because some of us when we became born Again, when we knew that God does miracles and miracles are still for now, we will ask God to do some amazing things. <laughs> I think I've heard you say something like, You were saying, God, just carry me away, you know, just take me from here to another place, you know. And God will be like, For what? What is the purpose of that? Why will I take you from here to Dallas, for example? without an aircraft when i know you can enter an aircraft don't you know that the miracle of flying that i made some people to discover is probably a bit if them abraham isaac and jacob see aircraft they will think it's a bigger miracle than some of the things that you are thinking you so you you probably think walking on water is a big miracle it is a big miracle but to those guys even just that aircraft with the size of aircraft can lift up from the ground and stay in the air for 19 hours you know there's this new one that flies to asia 19 hours one single flight no stopping to refuel 19 hours straight shot that's a big miracle even birds i don't think they they soar for 19 hours even eagles because they go up and they come down they relax but 19 hours straight shot that's a big miracle so God will say, why are you disturbing me? I have done the miracle of aircraft. And having faith does not mean that you can't use that aircraft. Oh, amen to Jesus. So last week I was saying that uh, faith is not foolish. And in this story, Jesus was not trying to prove a point by walking on water. He needed to do that. So you need to understand that when it comes to faith when it comes to dealing with God you have to not be foolish you don't have to do things that you shouldn't do you don't have to skip things that you should do I, I was saying last week that it would be foolish for any child of God to be asking God to let them pass an exam and they have not done anything about it you know it was one of my mentors that says this any faith that puts all the responsibility on god is an irresponsible faith yes god do it for me 
Right? Some people, they're almost like, God, wear my clothes for me. God, wear my shoes for me. God is not going to do that to you. He's not going to do that for you. What you can do. In fact, somebody once said, he said, it seems that what humanity can do, divinity will not do. Because some of the times when we hear the word faith, when we hear the word miracles, we almost enter into these spooky realms. No, God is not like that. And so in this story, Jesus was not walking on water just to prove a point. He was walking on water because he needed to walk on water. Because it was necessary. And then we see that that walking on water necessitated something in Peter. Even though, if you have noticed Peter all through his interactions with Jesus, Peter seems to be the forward guy. Peter seems to be that guy that whenever he sees something, he wants to, he's the one that jumps on it first. He was the first person that said Jesus was the Christ among the disciples because they, they were saying all kinds of things about Jesus. So Peter seems to be the jumpy guy. But in this example where we see Peter, where he was talking to Jesus, faith for him there was not just bold faith. It was not just bold faith. Because sometimes people think that faith, faith is having bold faith. Now there is courage in faith. There is confidence in faith. But faith is not just bold faith. I'm going, to, I'm going somewhere with this. Faith is not just, I, I, for example, I, I've heard people, something will want to happen and just say, God forbid. Now, God forbid is a right statement in some context. But God forbid that is not backed up by more than just God forbid. You're just wasting your time. I've had Reverend George say this before. He said several years ago that his father was killed by some occultic people. And the reason the man was killed was that there were some occultic people doing some stuff. And he just said, there is nothing to that. It's just useless. They are not doing anything about it. And some of us think that when we discount something, it means that it's no, no longer existing. When we use bold faith, when we just approach something without anything backing up, without anything assisting us, without anything supporting what we are saying, we think that just mere saying it makes it happen. No. I mean, many times when you hear the preaching of this walking on water, some of us preachers will... Uh, talk down on the people that sat in the boat that did not join Peter, that it was only Peter. I think I even said something around, along that line yesterday. But there is a good thing that those guys did. They did not do a copycat action and assume that because Jesus is walking on water, because now Peter is walking on water, and that automatically means they too will walk on water. Without hearing the instruction that Peter had, because faith is not just doing what another person has done. Faith is not just doing what I read people are doing. Faith is not just bold faith and I'm just acting because I want to act. Faith has to have something supporting it, and the support of faith is instruction of faith. So it means that if faith is not supported by the instruction of faith, if you move, if you go, if you step on the water, you will go down. You need to have an instruction from God. Not just information of God, but an instruction of God. There is a difference between the information of God and the instruction of God. Because information means I know this by mental accent. I know that God has power to make people walk on water. I know that God has power to, uh, to make people, somebody to 
God to throw people into fire and it will not burn them. I know. But if you do not have specific instruction, if you have not attended to the word of God and that now becomes your instruction, taking action on that, on the fact that somebody else took action on it, is not going to work. So faith is not bold faith. Faith is not doing what others are doing. Faith is not even doing some of the things that you have had somebody testify that they did and it worked for them. Faith is underguarded by instruction. Instruction from God. So speaking and acting faith without instruction without hearing from God, without being instructed by God, will not produce. That means if Peter had just stepped in that water without calm, he would have drowned. Peter was not walking on water, he was walking on calm. So faith is not just doing something. Faith is hearing the word of God. Faith is hearing the word of God for you on that particular matter and taking action corresponding to that word of God. So whenever you need, and in fact, that's why you need to have a system where you regularly hear the word of God, regularly hear the word of God, so that when issues come, God will supply the word that will now be an anchor that you will hold on to for that particular matter. Because many times people think that, well, the Bible said, I shall be the head and I shall not be the tail. That is true. But have you had the word of God such that there is a conviction based on that word for you? Not just a general information, but a personal and specific information. So faith is not just bold faith. Faith is not just, I act, I, I just act. Faith is acting based on hearing and hearing specifically concerning a particular matter. So how do you now hear to the point where this hearing will lead to actions that are consistent that will now produce miracles in your life? One of the things you need to do is that you need to engage your mind. You need to engage your mind. Let's, let's, let's look to this scripture. Let's look to this scripture. Because when it comes to faith, faith is a matter of the heart. But faith also will need the mind. Because the mind sometimes may want to work against faith. And that's why you also need the mind. The Bible said in Romans chapter 12, let's start reading from verse 1. Romans chapter 12 and from verse 1. The Bible says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And then verse 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that means that um, uh, transformation happens when we replace images in our mind. That means that our mind has something to do with transformation that will lead to faith being able to work. So if we do not do something about our mind, something is going to happen. The Bible says, then you'll be able to test and approve what the will of God 
God, what is God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Uh, that, that, that means that if God has supplied something as his will to you, because faith works from the instruction of God, uh, uh, the instruction of God, which is the will of God, if God has supplied that will to you, you need to have a system of staying in that will or that instruction and keeping it in your face, keeping it uh, 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 in your subconscious, keeping it in your view to the point that it replaces all the negative images, all the negative thoughts that will counter that thing that God has said. Because you know, in this scripture, Peter, when Jesus was walking on water, the first thing Peter said is, or everybody said was, it is a ghost. Then after they got around that, Peter said, you know what? Let me get an instruction. And then Peter says, Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come. Then Peter hears come. Now, when Peter hears come, come enters into the spirit of Peter. Then Peter starts to walk. Now, the mind of Peter kicked in. Because the Bible said, Peter started to walk on water. And as soon as Peter started to walk on water, his mind kicked in. Men don't walk on water. You are not a fish. <laughs> Your name is Peter, the son of Jonah. What are you doing on water? And then maybe the, the wind went. He's <laughs> like, no, you are not fish. You are not boot. You are a fisherman. Quite all right. But you are the man. You are not a fish. <laughs> so standing on water is illegal. What are you doing here? You will drown. You will kill yourself. And before he knew it, the Bible said he began to sing. And Jesus said something. Why did you doubt? Or why did you allow your mind to take over from the instruction that I have given unto you? So that's why Paul said in Romans chapter 12, he said there is something you can do to make sure that when you get an instruction from God, that instruction of God is not going to be terminated on the way to its performance or meet performance by renewing your mind, by staying on the word, by feeding your mind with the word of God, by making sure you put the image of the word of God around you, by making sure that you, you keep the image and image keeping on in your mind. I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this. Why do you think people advertise? Especially billboards. You know, sometimes you, you see a billboard, Coca-Cola. They are not selling Coca-Cola in traffic. They're not, I mean, you're not gonna get a coke in traffic. But you know what they are doing? They are doing what is called mind programming. They know that if you see coke advertisement while you are driving to work, you see coke advertisement when you try to go to your Yahoo mail, one banner should coke. You see coke advertisement uh, when you were trying to buy the gas and then you know that gas news something you see coke advertisement the next time you need to buy soda or get soda you may have drank coke before you realize that all those things that you have been seeing has done something to you it has entered into you without knowing and so what is the word of god telling us this morning the word of god is telling us this morning if our faith will work like the faith of god we need instructions from god and when we get these instructions from god we need to let that instruction keep playing we need to keep that instruction on repeat because there will be wind that will be contrary to the instruction because there will be physical element that will be contrary to instruction you have to keep only that word of god around you i had this i, I maybe i read this about will smith wigglesworth smith, smith wigglesworth 
was, uh, I think, uh, a Welsh preacher. And um, he's probably one of the guys that is, they were called the father of faith. And it was said that Smith Wigglesworth, after he gave his life to Christ, he just discovered that news had impact on him. And he decided that, look, no newspaper around me. I'm not saying you should go and do that. But he said, no newspaper around me. The only thing I want is the good news, the Bible. So that was the only thing he read. Just the Bible. And because he filtered out what he was hearing, there was something about him that there were times that Smith Wigglesworth they said one time he saw a dead person. He just kicked the dead person and, and, and went away. And people thought this person was dead or maybe was dying. He's now deader than the, the time that we called you in. And then a few minutes later on, this dead person revived back to life. And I personally believe it is because he knows how to filter the things that enter into him. So ladies and gentlemen, this morning, what is the God kind of faith? The God kind of faith is, an, is a faith that is based on instruction from God. If there's anything you need to take away from this service this morning, it's instruction from God. Not just information. Because information, even the devil has information about God. You need to read the Bible, to read the word of God so that you will get your own instruction. You can read the Bible and hear your own instruction. You remember in Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2, the Bible said, The Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. That means that I can be reading the word of God and the animation of that word or that word can come alive. The word can be animated inside of me that something will just jump at me. I don't know if I've had many people say things like this. I, I, I was just reading and then something just jumped at me. It has happened to me many times. Some, some years ago when I was trying to decide what I would do for God, I, I, I remember this happens to me a lot when I was younger, you know. Whenever I'm confused about something and I'm just ruminating over it, that God, how do I go and all of that, and I'm praying, God usually leads me to my dad's library. My dad is also, is he also a pastor now? He has retired, but he's still, they still give him mic. So I would just enter his library and then I would just, by, by move of God, you know. I'm not saying this is what you should do. That was what was working for me. God would just lead me to one book. It's not planned. I would just pick a book and then I will open the book. And there will be a scripture or a story or something in the book that would just be for me. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And then, you know, for God. And then, then God had said something like, I would do, I'll be a Sunday school teacher. And I was just confused. How, how would that be? So I picked up this book. And in that book, there was Exodus, the Exodus experience, where Moses, God told Moses, go and speak to Pharaoh. And Moses told God, don't you know I can't speak? Because that's what I was telling God. Don't you know? You and I know. We, the speaking thing is not my thing. I can do every other thing, but speaking is not my thing. And so I read there. And there was a scripture that jumped at me. Am I not the one that made the speaking mouth? That was kind of like the paraphrase of that scripture. He jumped at me. That am I not the one that... So in that case, it was not information. It was an instruction. So if you will operate the God kind of faith, you don't just need to have information. If there is a generation that has information, it is us. 
There's a lot of information. There are people, as I'm speaking now, you can complete what I'm saying. But that's not what we are talking about when we come. We are talking about faith. You need an instruction from God. You need to read the word of God, yes. But inside that word, your own come has to come. Because if you don't hear your come, if you try to walk on water, you are going to sink. And then when you now get that come, what do you do? You paint everywhere around you with come. So that the only thing you will see will become. Because if you don't do that, very soon the wind is going to blow. Very soon you will see your other colleagues in the boat and something will tell you, those are wise people. You are a foolish somebody. <laughs> wise people are sitting in the boat when this wind is boisterous. You know, you that you are not a wise person, you are now standing here. So, faith is hearing that instruction. Faith is not bold faith. Faith is also marrying the heart or the spirit with the mind. So faith uses our mind and our spirit. You have to believe in your spirit and then continually renew your mind. Because if you don't do that, your mind is going to choke what your spirit has received. Your mind is going to mess up with the instruction that your spirit has received. And let me close like this this morning. Faith or walking with God or faith in God or the God kind of faith is not a destination, it's a journey. When it comes to almost anything about God, God does not just want instantaneous stuff. In fact, if there is any reason why people have not been able to experience the most of God, it's because they have turned God to an event. God does not want to be an event. He does just, just want to be something that happens here. And then later on, when you need him, you'll come again and try to reproduce that event. He wants to be a lifestyle. He wants to be a lifestyle. He, and that's why the Bible said several times, uh, Habakkuk 2, Romans chapter 1, the just shall not use faith, the just shall live by faith. Because faith is not just what you use to get stuff. Faith is how you live. So, when God told Peter, come, come should be continuous. It should be coming. It should not just be come or, and then come, turn to came. Because for some people, when it comes to work, working with God, their come is now came or has come. <laughs> it has to be coming. It has to be continuous. It has to be present. You have to continue doing it. You have to stay in it. Because if you stay in it, you will see more results. Because if you stay in it, you, it, it, it works better. God works better with the people that have a lifestyle, a, 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 a history with him. People that have history with him. Many times Jesus will come into the open and then Jesus will say a short prayer. Then it will look like, wow, Jesus said a short prayer and boom, it happened like that. But do you know behind short prayers of Jesus is all night prayers, is everyday prayer. So Jesus was not a one chance or, you know, what, what other word can we use? It was not a one timer. No, it was a regular. It was someone that did this again and again. There is something about the consistency of our actions that produce results. When it comes to faith, if we are not consistent, if we are not persistent, we will soon fade. And because the wind will blow. Because there will be adverse condition. Because there will be things that will make it look like what you have believed is a lie. Some of us, when we first give our life to Christ, if you say one simple prayer, it looks like everything is happening. But after a while, 
You pray, you, some of us have been praying about some things. Sometimes you don't even get answer and it looks like is God not speaking again? And then all of a sudden God will speak to you about another thing unrelated. In fact, sometimes about other people. Sometimes you will be believing God for something. You have asked God, you have hold on to scripture and all of that kind of thing. And then somebody will come and meet you and say, my sister, can we just believe God for this one? And I say, in Jesus' name, God will do it for you. And then the next thing, this person is texting you, God has done it. You are happy for them, but you are concerned. <laughs> you are like, well, I'm grateful that God did it. Praise God. But what about me? What about me? If we hold on to our confession, let's read the scripture and I'll close with it. If we hold on to our confession, if we hold on to how we began, if we hold on to the instruction we had in the first place, not wavering, we will see manifestation. So the faith of God or the God kind of faith is that faith that doesn't just take faith as an event or takes an instruction from God as an event, but keeps working on it. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. I'll close with this. Hebrews chapter 10. Um, let's read what verse now. Maybe 35. Um, let me start from 32. Remember those early days after you had received the light, when you endured in a great affliction full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourself had a better and lasting possession. So do not throw away your confidence. You know, another word for faith here. Do not throw away your faith. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, so that when you have adhered to the instruction of God, you will receive what is promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. Let me read it to somebody. I think somebody needs to hear that for in just a little while what god promised will come it will not delay in the name of jesus and verse 38 says and but my righteous one will not just hear faith and hear one instruction and think that when they have had one instruction if it does not happen tomorrow if it does not happen and this is november it means it will not happen in 2019 he said but my righteous one will live by faith they will continue by faith they will not take faith as an event they will not see faith as one chance they will know that faith is a continuous thing i will stay on come I won't turn come to Kim or has come. If we do that, we're going to experience results. We're going to see the promise in the name of Jesus. Will you bow down your heads this morning and speak to him? And ask him and tell him that you, you, you are not going to renege on that statement, come. Oh yes, 
Any instruction he has given to you, anything that you had and you know this is my own instruction. This is not just information for everybody. This is my own instruction. He said two months, like two years. It's, I know it's mine. I know I'm there. And so you just tell him now that you are not going to give up. You are not going to look at the wind. You are not going to look at anything. You will keep renewing your mind on that word that, that you have heard, that instruction that you have heard. And you will soon experience exactly what that word says. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you because there is power in what you say. We thank you because your instructions uh, create our future. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, every instruction that you have said to us, irrespective of what has happened or not happened based on that instruction, we hold on to that instruction. We do not leave it. We do not go back. We do not let the environment and everything in the natural take us away from that word that you have said and by god we shall see the very performance of that word in the name of jesus